This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thank you, Disability Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I am Ernie. And I am Robert, as always. As always. Yes, it's a glorious day in the neighborhood when Robert is on the line with the glorious Ernie. I tell you what. A lot of, lot of, uh, lot of glory going on there. It, there is. And, you know, here's, here's the biggest thing. Is, is it's really all about the glory of exciting things. There's a lot of exciting things going on, and we just like to be a part of it all. That's true. You that know, is and, true. And it's, it's funny, for a change, I feel like the internet has kind of gone a little bit more cute, funny, and not mean funny. Savage. The internet is savage, my friend. Are you still seeing the savagery? I thought it would lighten I, up a little. I was hoping... N- no, 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 no. The internet is still savage. And you know what? Anything that you may like or think is kind of cute or like little happy accidents, yeah, they're not so happy anymore. Like they, like the internet just goes <laughs> savage on you. There's like no forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's, it's gotten rough. And, of course, the, the latest, uh, and obviously as you can tell by the title of the episode, the two things we're talking about is uh, Pokemon and uh, Star Wars. I'm going to start off with Star Wars because that just dropped, what, couple of or earlier this week we'll put it as earlier this week how about that Um, yeah trailer or teaser trailer even yeah it was the teaser that dropped yeah and it dropped at star wars during star wars celebration yeah it was happening up in chicago and those poor souls they were getting pounded by you know that snow and everything but at least they were indoors yeah yeah they got they had they had the bad snow but they had the good teaser trailer you know and of course the biggest thing spoiler i guess uh, yeah, you can't the, spoil a trailer. You can't spoil a trailer. <laughs> the biggest thing, of course, is the is at the end. Well, there's two big things, I think. Lando gets his ship back, which I think is hilarious. I think that's just awesome. I don't care how he gets it back. I just think it's awesome that he's gotten it back. I think that's great. And that means going around the internet like wildfire. You know, where it's Han Solo saying, you're not going to get your ship. You can get your ship back over my dead body. And then there's Lando. Well, there you go. Over his dead body. It happened. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, and, and very and very much in the spirit of Star Wars in some respects. And then, of course, the last laugh, if you will, literally at the end of the trailer. Well, for for me, when I first saw it, you know, I was like, OK, it's it opens up with Ray standing in the dead holding um, Anakin's uh, lightsaber, which was passed to, to Luke, which he lost. And then we find it again in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of like draws itself to Rey. And, uh, and then we kind of lose it in The Last Jedi. Like it splits apart because yeah. her and Kylo Ren are fighting over it. Right. Which, so, makes, which is like, That's a good point. Thank you for bringing that up because then that brings up a question of, well, how the hell is it back together again? Yeah, I mean, obviously she got the other piece of it. Right. Somehow, when, like, everything went kablooey, when uh, when uh, Adderall Hodo uh, decided to go, you know, light speed into the, the flagship. <laughs> hey, you know what? Good on for that move. I'm sorry. As much as you, as much as there's, there's as you said, the internet is savage over this stuff, that mm. was just freaking poetic. You know, yeah. it really was. It was a true Star Warsian move. Yeah, I, I, I just, I was, I was just in awe of it. You yeah. know, like no sound, 
no nothing. It was just visual. Um, and it kind of, it kind of hit, it kind of hits you like, wow. Yeah. I've never seen that before. And I was okay with that. But then back to the trailer, you know, she's, she's holding it and she's like staring off into the distance, like this flat landscape. Okay. So we have a TIE fighter screaming in and, you know, she does this flip and you don't know if like she's going to cut it in half or, or what have you, but you get a chance to notice it has red markings on it. And thanks to the Disney marketing machine, um, they kind of pushed out a Lego Star Wars set of that TIE fighter. And I think it belongs to a new character that we're going to get introduced to. Um, some sort of elite stormtrooper. Right, because I was, I was pretty sure that it wasn't a... Um, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Kylo Ren. Right. I think it's a, a hunter type of that's trying to, I guess, hunt her or hunt down the last few rebels. I'm not sure what their goal is at this point. Yeah, I think I think it's just like you know, kind of like the Navy SEALs of the Empire. They're like an elite group of, like you had the shock troopers um, from Rogue One, which were all in black, um, and then you had the 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 guard, the Emperor's guard, who were all dressed in red. But then I saw like this Lego set, and it looks like it's some sort of like advanced stormtrooper, and they and they have red armor. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you, and that's 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 kind of a funny, sad thing. Says it was like the same thing with the end game. Is that the you saw the new armor ahead of time, the new suits ahead of time because of Lego yet again, ruining yeah. the surprises. I if you can call it that, I guess. Spoiler yeah. alert to random yeah. nonsense visuals, but still. So okay, so we can confirm based off of Lego that the theory is is that that Kylo Ren that she's jumping over, which is an impressive force move, which. It's kind of an interesting thing with her is like she's had the least amount of training. At least in theory, Luke had training with Yoda. You know, Anakin obviously had tons of training. Right. And you see them all stuff. But that particular jump and that height of jumps has not been something you've seen before. Yeah, the way she kind of holds it and times it where it's basically like she's far enough away to clear it. However, right. she's close enough away to like I guess do some damage with that lightsaber. You're right. She can slice right through that with the lightsaber. Yeah. He lands on it or something. She's got it. So that would be cool to see that end of that scene. Um, so she's, she's definitely coming back with power. And of course they've added another, an adorable robot. Of course you can't have no adorable robot. Well, added keep in. in mind the last adorable robot <laughs> I thought was being added. It was that BB nine. And it turned out to be, mm. like, an evil, like, droid. Well, not evil. It's just an Empire droid. It looks like BB-8 right, except right. black. Exactly. Exactly. Which is fine. Yeah. It's the same, you know, it's the I, same. Uh, which is funny because if you go back to, crap, what was it? No, it was uh, Force Awakens as well, where the guy show, says, you know, was it Force Awakens? Yeah, it was Force Awakens. The guy on the planet was like, yeah, I've been supplying the the ships and everything to both sides for ages war is profitable oh no that's 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 the last jedi was the last Jedi? okay i wasn't sure if it was the force awakens or last jedi that that had that yeah because they're on the planet with the giant creatures and so forth yeah with the asian chick that nobody likes but um poor thing and she did a fine job she was new whatever anywho um but you know they talk about you know them promoting both sides and giving everybody you know same weapons the same ships the same robots all of it so both sides are going to have the same robots. It makes yeah. sense. I mean, you know, but the factory. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so then, you know, you cut to like 
the music, some visuals. You get like of you get like uh, Lando and the Millennium Falcon. Uh, Great. You scene. get some uh, some scenes of some X wings. Um, right. And then and then you get like this like this uh, the scene of like I guess they're they're like climbing a hill and they're overlooking an ocean and in the and in the far distance it looks like mm-hmm. pieces of a Death Star. The question is, which Death exactly. Star? Now, internet, if you go by the internet, including such famous podcasts as The Nerdist, I'm going to put Good it out course. there. You, they're saying, and I watched their little you know, breakdown, because I did watch a few of these nonsensical pieces. They're like, it's the original Death Star. I was like, okay, that's one possible But the thing. original sure. one, like, it could. The original one which from original A New one? Hope. <laughs> All right. If you think about it, you right. watch that. But it, that thing disintegrates in space. Right. The and second so one's the second a little one. closer to Endor, though. So does that mean they're on Endor? Does that mean there's I, going I'm to be just Ewoks? throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> the other one was way out in space. Remember, like they were on their way to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yavin to destroy Yavin, but mm-hmm. but you know Luke gets the lucky right. shot. You know, thanks to Han Solo, like right. giving him cover. Mm-hmm. So sure, yeah, yeah, Han the, true hero, the of true that, hero of that movie, right? And Chewie not getting a medal because mm-hmm. all he did was just, you know, co-pilot. Yeah, show up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and never do explain no. that backstory anywhere. Do no. they? Lots of theories, but no actual explanation. Well, maybe I'll bring that little story arc. Yeah, and you know what? I think I think it has to be the one from from Jedi. And then, of course, you hear, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It depends on how you refer to him. It could either be Palpatine, it could be uh, Sidious, but you hear, the, you hear the cackle, right? Well, you know, it has to be one of them because you see the actor show up at um, yes. uh, the Star Ian Wars Festival. or Ian McDermott. Ian, yeah, Ian McDermott. So he shows up, so you know he's going to be there in some form. I'm suspecting. Much like Luke's return in the new in this episode, as we've been kind of rumored at, it's all going to be Force ghosts. So don't get your hopes up for high whoop de doo. They're going to be Force ghosts, and they're going to be just in the area and make you feel creepy and like you know, give you bad advice. I well, don't. It's know. not. It's not even like bad advice. It's the <laughs> it's the worst like advice you could give somebody. It's it's like what they're never very honest about it either. No, no. Neither side is honest about it, which kind of goes, you know, you know, you, you kind of go back and look and say, okay, Jedi good, Sith good, which is good, I don't know, and they're not really both a hundred percent honest. So, well, the whole thing, know. the whole thing about the Sith I mean, though is that they don't lie. They're pretty much putting it out there on first right. that they they don't believe in the Jedi. They believe the Jedi are evil and they lie and they're deceitful. And then when you think mm-hmm. about it, you look, they take you know, kids away from their families to train them. They basically take away yeah. everything that they ever loved and cared about. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, it goes back to the whole thing with the balance right. of the Force and Anakin. He did bring yeah. balance to the Force. It meant killing off yeah. all the Jedi. Yeah, because you, you had, you you had more Jedi than Sith. And, you know, the, the uh, now the other thing that you see on the internet a lot is that it's possible that the emperor is Vader's father. That that's been something that's been out there for a while, though. That's not new, but yes, I would not 
disagree with that theory if it actually came to fruition. Um, because, you know, somebody had to be extremely powerful to birth a child of that power. Because the mother didn't Correct. have nothing. I mean, nothing against her, nothing. but she had nothing. And so that had to be. And it couldn't have been, you know, just... It's not an immaculate conception, yeah, okay, baby? Yeah. All right, there's no such thing. All right, uh, well, religion aside, but you know, <laughs> well, you, you kind of don't want your sci-fi to be that far. Well, right, that's the other piece of it. You, you know, it's a religion, but you don't want it to be that religious. Yeah. You know, you get the cults of Jedi, and that's all yeah. you need. And then, then of course, the biggest question mark is what the hell does the title yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, what is Rise of the Sky... Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. Yeah. Right, what does Rise of Skywalker mean? Does it mean the Rise of Anakin? Does it mean the Rise of uh, Kylo Ren? Because he's technically half Skywalker. Does it mean Luke actually comes back? I mean... Or is it just the legendcy in the... Rebellion is now just called Skywalker is another theory. I mean... You know, you kind of get into a whole thing there. Well, we're not sure what uh, what could possibly be the true meaning behind, uh, you know, Rise of Skywalker, because everyone was saying The Last Jedi. What's the meaning about that? Right. Well, you know, Luke was The Last Jedi. It, it was pretty obvious. Right. Like, he put it on front street. Right. But, but everybody else was like, well, what does that mean? Does that have any deeper significance? No, it just meant that Luke was the last of the Jedi Order. That's it. You know, right. And, Yoda kind of said, you know, it's time in the past and, and move on. Things have changed. Yeah. No, the Jedi don't need to exist in the way they used to in the past, and there's no need for it. Yeah, and I think maybe uh, Ray, maybe she does this, you know, like that whole Rise of Skywalker. Maybe they're no longer called uh, Jedi. They're called Skywalker. Maybe. Well, and, and of course, the big obvious statement is, is Ray actually a Skywalker after all? And then we're just screwing with us. Because, you know, that's always a possibility, too. Yeah, I mean, Ky- well, well, yeah, that and the fact of Kylo basically showing her um, her parents. You know, how she right. came to be on. Yeah, I mean, maybe that was all a lie. You know, she was kind of left us. Right. And maybe, and maybe Snoke was lying about the connection, that he made the connection happen. Maybe it's a connection because they're twins. That's another theory that's out there. So there's a lot of possibilities of what really could be happening with that whole thing and what it really means to be a Skywalker and the rise of whatever that means. Unfortunately, we won't find out for a good long while. And of course, the other part of it, right. uh, the other part of it is, are we going to get another or a real trailer beef and when Disney's happening until then he's gonna like drop like five or six more trailers just to like get everyone all hot and bothered well and the thing is too is they've mentioned it and said it many times about all of their shit they lie in the trailers they give you fake footage and we know they do yeah so just yeah. screw with you 
So there's a lot of there's a lot of things there that 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 are that are, you know, all over the place. And really figuring out what's actually going on is going to be part of the fun, I guess, if you can call it that. And it could be considered pure nerd torture, too, depending on how you look at it. Be tied to it. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 marketing. It's it's the fun of it to some extent, you know. And it's also a big opportunity to make more toys. Right. Yeah. Let's start selling some of these toys. That's where the real money. Oh is. yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. So Star Wars got has a ton of toys, and you know, as you kind of pointed out in the beginning of this, you know, Lego kind of minor spoilers as to what you saw and what characters were out and so forth and so on. But it's also going to be um, the new game they're coming out with. Right. Yeah. I saw that game dropped and. The. Insane. Yeah. And it's it's back in time again where the Jedi are on the run. So they're bringing that back up. In that time zone, you know, that time, the period of time after Order 66, basically, and you're taking the role, it looks like a young Jedi or a young force sensitive or however you want to word it. And then, of course, you also have Disney Plus. Yeah, that's that's where they're going to make their their money. They have their own pay channel that you can subscribe yeah. to Mandalorian which and, I know you've been uh, dying for yeah for that's where they're gonna have the I mean, Mandalorian kind of your, your your candy um and you know they're I think oh. they're talking at least one they're bringing the F- season seven I, I think it was of the Clone Wars back to finish that off that's more of a we promised you guys eventually we'd finish it and here we go we're gonna finish it so you got that gonna wrap up and I believe there's at least one more they're talking about um an offshoot a prequel almost to uh Rogue One Yeah, because that storyline is, is very so. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to bring back uh, Captain uh, Diego, I think his name is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're sure. going to see how he gets I mean, hell, we watched Rogue One point. and we had the feeling I mean, we know he died. So, you but... know. We still watch the hell out of that. Yeah. No, so... Yeah, so, the, so there's, there's still demand for that. And then you have... Uh, you know, then you have yeah, the Mandalorian. I'm thinking, I'm which pretty is sure like it's the serial I'm hoping piece. take an offshoot from um, uh, Rebels. That's my hope. Is it's kind of a almost a quasi live action version yeah. of the Rebels. Some of that story does talk heavily about Mandalore and the Mandalorians and what their battles were and how their half their planet got destroyed and all that. So that would be a very cool story to to look at as well. So you had a lot of stories. But the biggest news, I think, out of all of this is the break. That's been kind of put out, as you put it, on Front Street, where they're literally saying, we ain't doing any more Star Wars movies for the next two years after this one comes out. Yeah, uh, I overheard Mm -hmm. uh, Kathleen Kennedy giving an interview with Empire Magazine. And one of the things that she that she said was it was a learning experience 
and what they learned is that you know by releasing solo yeah. uh, you know within a year of the last jedi just didn't help there was yeah. it, it was just no. too much backlash and it kind of spilled over into solo and and of course they're calling solo like a failure because i think it only earned 328 million dollars which well, i think is and ridiculous. the thing with that's that too is amount of, how much does it cost to make you know a I mean? failure should only be considered if the movie doesn't make a true failure and there's been plenty that don't make back the amount of money you put into it so how much did solo cost mm-hmm. and how much did it actually make if it, if it made that that means well they said they said it made 328 million and that's that's such bullshit because exactly. I mean, pardon my friends but that is pure exactly. bullshit to say something's a failure when it makes over a hundred million i mean there are movies out there that don't make one million dollars in profits after returns i mean there are some crappy yep. ass movies you make three four hundred million who the hell is calling it a failure and what's wrong with them well well you know they did it to themselves you know they they hired the two guys that did the lego movie to do the solo <clears throat> and apparently it wasn't Star Warsy enough. It was too it was too comical. So they brought in, you know, mm-hmm. they brought in a, a a fixer, you know, Ron Howard. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who's no like to handle it. you know, he's no and slouch. The thing is, he's is, I don't know budgets. how comical it was with the two Lego brothers. I could imagine based on their movies how bad it might have been. So they brought the fixer in, but it should have a slight air of humor to it. It is Han Solo. He's kind of a roguish funny guy. He's not deadpan serious you know yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he was a, no, he was a drug smuggler I mean, and apparently not a very good one and it's sad <laughs> you know? because i would have liked to see you know his start with java and the adventures therein and and the, the things that happen you know and and unfortunately i don't think they're going to do it now Yeah, which is which is fine. No, I gonna, guess. Gonna let but that I would have liked dog to have lie. seen it. It would have been kind of cool to see another solo adventure. I think that was be kind of cool, but and and what everyone took away from that was the fact that they got to see Maul. You know that that they kind of led to the point of oh well, this is leading to no, episode that's, one. That's, so that's it's got to be too. like Nobody within the same it, time frame. Fine, whatever. Maul's been around for a long time in the shadows, and that's cool. And I liked the yeah. tie-in that it brought him there, but it's not that would not be correct for the timeline. Uh, Han Solo is still too young for Episode One, in theory. I think it, too young, too young, or too old, because he's he's only. I would say when Episode Four comes around. He has to be a, a little bit older than Luke. No, but I'm just saying he's older. he's like, he's he at least five years older than Luke. five to seven years older than Luke. I'm gonna say that. Really? I would uh, no. I'm okay, I'm actually so gonna go a little bit more. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Luke fifteen is, years. You've got at least. You've got to be. Yeah. You, you got to wait for Anakin to become like twenty ish. And you gotta wait right. for Luke to be in his late teens, early twenties. So you, you gotta do another forty years on it. Yeah, I, I, that's what that's what didn't that's what kind of threw me off because I was like, either mm. Han Solo's race like ages very slowly, or 
Well, or or the the, the internet know, is they, right, and this timeline. is going on at the same time as episode one. This isn't. A... Yeah, but even then, this you know this this version of Solo, he's in his late twenties. He's already served, yeah. you know, with the Empire. Yeah, I mean, and if that's the case, if he's already served, wait, hold on, if he's already served with the Empire, and the Empire's in existence. Doesn't that mean that Darth Vader's already in power? So this actually, so it has to take place after. That, that's what I'm saying. Episode when one, they... two, and three. It has to take place after episode three. It has to take place between. Yeah, but Maul, Maul was gone when Vader became Darth Sidious, uh, you know, apprentice. Right. Right. Because there can only be so two. it has to take place. Okay, so let's let's timeline this. See if we can figure this out. So if Darth Maul is gone at the end of episode one, it has to take place and coincide with episode one. Which means Han Solo either is really, really young here, or they have actually screwed up the timeline by having Darth Maul be in there. Or because it's really about Han Solo's age and when Darth Maul dies. We know when Darth Maul dies, so we know it has to be before he dies. And remember, like, Obi-Wan yes. was really old when he first meets Han Solo. Yes. And Obi-Wan was very True. young when he killed Darth the Maul. The only other possibility, and this is in Rebels, is that Darth Maul, when he falls, doesn't die. Yes, that he he's somehow no gets cybernetically part of the put Sith back together again. The Sith rejected him because he failed, but he still is a powerful Force user, and that's why we don't see his. I don't think we see his whole body in that scene. Yes, I which think, would make sense. I think we see from the cybernetics up, are his legs. So if that's what they were going to do with yeah. it, but we won't. We will never know. But. Yeah, we will never know. They, it would have been interesting just that part of it. It's kind of like the, uh, it, it, it's kind of like the obligatory. We're gonna give you a little taste of, you right. know, nostalgia. Which in each I one don't of these mind a little bit moves. of nostalgia if it makes sense with the timeline and everything else going on. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense and it doesn't fit in, then it doesn't mean anything, and it's useless nostalgia. I don't want nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. I would like I like nostalgia for story to you know either fill in something or um to give you a little taste more of something whatever it is right so we'll have to see what they with again then there as you said sleeping dog's gonna lie on that one unfortunately so it really comes back to the nostalgia we've kind of seen is it's huge nostalgia because leia's gonna be in this one from the trailer obviously we knew she was we don't know how much she's actually going to be at it. Um, if it's going to be a lot or a little. Yeah. And we don't know what role she's going to play. I mean, in the overall story arc. Yeah. And then once you get past that, then you have, you know, a little Lando shoved in there because he wasn't in any of the last ones. So they shove him in for some nostalgia. So you got two nostalgias at least. I mean, they, I hope they don't do the same thing like they did with the last two characters. Hey, let's bring back the characters you love, 
so that way we can kill them off. Well, we know that you're going to do that with Leia. They have no choice there. Or do they? I mean, I guess they, they do and they don't, I guess. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, the actress or actor, however you want to approach it, yeah. um, has passed away. Yes. No longer able to do more. Right. So, you know, if there's enough money, I'm sure they probably went to the family and say, hey, you know, in order to make this movie right and kind of like erase some of our past mistakes, we need to use a digital version, you know. Right. In this. God help us. Uh, I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, Grandma Tarkin's one thing, but Leia, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm iffy on it. I mean, they did digitally uh, add her into to uh, Rogue One, but that was for like a second. So yeah, young young version of her, right? So I guess, but I don't know. I'm I'm kind of that's kind of uh, it gets a little creepy at some point. You know, Grandma Tarkin's one thing; he's supposed to be creepy, and it's just creepier because he's dead. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's been long gone. I mean, yeah. Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing's been gone a long time. I don't know how much they pay for the rights to do that. It was the state or something. Yeah, they probably went to the family. It's like, hey, you know, we want to use them. You know, so many minutes of this movie. How much is it going to cost? Yeah. You know, they 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 have the open checkbook. You know, they do. They do have that, and that's. That's definitely their thing is just paying for whatever it is to make what they feel to be a movie right. And I hope that it I mean, I don't want I don't need it to be a happy ending by any means, but I want to meet it to be at least a satisfying ending so that you're like, okay, I can wait two years or I can wait until they figure out what's next. I feel satiated. That's enough. It's good. You put it at a good point, whether it's the end or not, which, I mean, it's never really the end. There's always another story to tell. But Yeah, it's never a final act. You're always in the second act. Exactly. And, you know, I go back to, um, you know, the the Dark Matters reference to Star Wars, where it's like, you know, did you see episode, you know, episode 23 or whatever it is, you know, and it's implying that there's at least 23 movies made. Which was usually used to be a huge joke, but it's now like they ain't that far off. They really ain't. No, <laughs> no, they're not. You know? So it, it really comes back full circle to that point of: Do they continue doing it after that? Do they do one a year? What is their What is their next story? Right. So it's good stuff. It's very good stuff, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, what they do next with it. So I wanted to move on to the other topic of the evening. And I, I know it's not your favorite, but this is actually a shout-out. So first off, I want to say to our audience, um, we love you guys. And we, yes. we, we really want to make sure that we get support from you um, to provide content for the show. So please, you know, you can, come, um, you can come on the show. You can email us. And we got an email, and I'm going to tell this little story here. Um, we got an email, and I thought it was from a, a – you know, a fan of the show, who some it was, a, it was a girl's name, and they said they loved the show, they thought what we were doing was great, and so forth and so on, and they really would love us to do an episode on Pokemon. I was like, okay, that's not so far-fetched for us. It's in the nerd realm. It's movies, it's comics, it's games, It's it covers all the genres, so why not? I, I'm a bit of a Pokemon fan myself. Come to find out, of course, that it was actually a prank um, that my son played on me, 
But as, as retaliation, I guess, of sorts, we are going to actually talk Pokemon. It is a good idea. But the point also being, we do respond to emails from our um, fans of the show. And we now have turned on for our um, Anchor account for our podcast here the ability for you to support us as well. So you'll see that option on the podcast going forward. So please come on and, and give us a little support. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, let us know. Reach out to us and we'll definitely talk a topic of your favorite choosing book, movies, games, whatever it might be. Now, Ernie, I do have to ask, are you or have you done anything in the world of Pokemon in your existence up to this point? No. You've done nothing. Okay. Do you know the basic concept of Pokemon? Uh, started off as a card game where you had these cards and you basically uh, would play against somebody else that had a similar deck of cards and you would just, I guess, battle on these playing cards. And each card had a different little monster on it that had different abilities. That is, that is true. I will give you the point of that is a true statement. But it actually started back on the original Game Boy, is where Pokemon first started. So back in the, what was that, the 80s? Yeah. Pokemon came out, and it was a, it actually stands, Pokemon stands for poke, pocket monsters, because they're supposed to be able to fit in your pocket, and that's what the Pokeball is. So it started out as a video game, then became an anime, and then it came out games like every year or two. And it was one of these things where the phrase of, you gotta catch them all. And you had to collect all these different monsters that you had to play the game to get. There were special downloads. There were special thises and that's. As of today, there are over 800 individual creatures that you could collect in all of the games that are currently out. Ridiculous. Absolutely insane. Tons of stuffed animals, plushies, posters. I mean, you name it, Pokemon has made it. There is actually, in New York, a Pokemon store filled with more merchandise than you can fill your head in. The most popular one, of course, uh, that has endured most of all, is, of course, Pikachu. And Pikachu has become the marketing icon for this brand. And now they've come out, and they're going to come out with their new movie for Pokemon. And, of course, they're coming out as they've gone for the last couple of years. Every year or two, they come out with a new game. And... This year's no exception. Later this year, they're coming out with two new games as well, with a whole new set of Pokemon to collect, maybe pushing the number to nine or a thousand Pokemon that you may have to collect if you want to catch them all. So everybody's very excited about this because Pokemon's been around forever, and they've never almost live-action movies, which is what this one's close to live-action you can get with Pokemon, and all Pokemon that are going to be in it, in the real quote-unquote live version. So it's a huge marketing scheme for them. They're pushing the envelope. And the one thing about Pokemon, and I wanted to compare it a little bit here to Star Wars, is you've never heard really bad press about what they bring out. There's only some little... things that might like better, but even the Pokemon movies, they've had movies coming out for years as well, and you never really hear anything bad about it, and the difference is, is of course, it's marketed more towards kids than adults. A lot of adults play it, but they're more marketed for kids, so the adults aren't going to go out and complain about it, because it's supposed to be for kids. Unlike Star Wars, which is, of course, sort of built for everybody, I guess, as comparatively speaking, I don't think it really has an age range. 
I mean, when when the when the movie first came out, it clearly nobody thought it would have the effect that it did, or how it would be a, a generation defining movie. You know, anyone who was like of age when you know Star Wars came out in seventy seven, pretty much that movie impacted them because the next couple movies, plus all those toys. You know, that was the first time that was ever successful, you know, so it got out there. And, of course, all those kids now are grown mm-hmm. with, with, buying with the money. Yeah, with the money, you know, that that happened in the 90s. You know, those people that were kids in the 70s and 80s, you know, they were young adults in the 90s and they pumped out those three movies, more toys, more stuff, bringing it to what it is now. And, and, and that's a very similar thing to what. Pokemon did, except they started in the video game world, and really not that much, not that much sooner, but definitely sooner. Um, you know, it, it started in like the the mid nineties. I'm, I'm I was um, trying to find here where the games came out, and Pokemon started in yeah, it started in the early eighties, and then the Game Boy in in um, America was 1996. So it started in the early 80s in Japan. You get stuff coming over that way, but it also came over a few, about a, a decade later here. Um, Game, Game Freak is the company. And then really 96 is when it started here. So, so Star Wars had the head start on it, but Pokemon pushed out much more content in some respects than Star Wars did. But Star Wars was an American brand where... Japan and Pokemon was was a Japanese brand, so it kind of functioned a little bit differently bringing it over here. But so you can count it as the 80s if you count it in its starting country, which is Japan, or you can count it as 90s if you talk about it in the U.S. So it depends on how you look at it. Yeah, so you're looking at that audience that maybe they were born in the late 80s and they grew up in the 90s with Pokemon being on TV, the movies, you know, everywhere you look, there was a little Pikachu, Mm -hmm. you know. Or there was a little Pikachu toy. Um, and the last Star Wars movie came out in what, 81? I'm sorry, what was that one? The, the Star, when Star Wars came out, the last Star Wars movie. Oh, did you mean the, the original trilogy? Yeah. 83. 83. So you're talking then kind of in the same similar time frame for really the end of Star Wars and kind of Pokemon to kind of get started in there. And there's a gap of time, but not a huge one, really. But Star Wars kind of completely disappeared off the map. Yeah. So I mean, see- you know, so there was no big franchises, you know, or crazes going on in the 90s, except for Pokemon. And, you know, at the time, you know, I saw some adults, you know, I was in my I was in my 20s in the 90s. So, you know, I saw some adults like buying these cards because they were the ones with the money because some of these cards were trading for like hundreds of dollars. And they mm-hmm. were and they were like baseball cards, and you know the death of the baseball card and the birth of the Pokemon card. It was a sad day for me, but um, it was just crazy. Like people were literally losing their minds to get these cards. Oh, and they were they were willing to pay out the nose for these things. Yeah, and it's come. It's become now just such a commodity that it's not worth anything anymore. Um, and it really was kind of a. It made. When it started out, I mean, when it really started out, it was it's ninety billion dollars right now. 
yeah, is what that industry is worth. And you're talking everything, as you said. You know, it's not just the games, the cards. And the cards became more popular than the games because card games and collecting cards and baseball cards and all of that were really a big thing. And I think um, the tie, the tie stuffed animals were big too. So collecting and collectibles really kind of exploded in the nineties. Yeah. And that's kind of where all this stuff kind of came from. Um, and it kind of has died out now and become something very augmented, but we talked about that before. So there's a lot of similarities between the two franchises, so we are pulling them together. And um, I'm going to market brand here a little bit. Uh, Turtle Tee, one of my favorite t-shirts, by the by, has a fantastic Pikachu uh, Emperor Palpatine combo that lights up with electricity in the dark. It's a glow-in-the-dark shirt. I don't know if you've seen that one. No, I haven't seen it. It's actually pretty cool. You'd like it. It's a glow-in-the-dark shirt. It's pretty awesome. So it's a, it's a great combination of both Star Wars and Pokemon are really coming to their own right now. Um, Pikachu and the, the, the Detective movie and the Star Wars movie, they're all coming out soon. And they're not in the same age group at all. But they are really coming into a popularity that they haven't had in a while. And I think they're both looking to make a lot of money and we're going to see which one really can hold the have the mainstay pokemon's not going anywhere star wars is at a rocky point right now with a lot of their with the with their fans and we just don't know what that's going to look like for star wars going forward i think they're going to market that towards older people i would yeah. say your late 20s to like maybe late 40s yeah, yeah. The people who either grew up with the original trilogy or the people who grew up with the second trilogy, right? Because those people that that group that watched the second trilogy as a young child or as a young teenager, they're now the adults with the buying power, and they're looking back on those movies. They weren't that bad, is the kind of the general feel, you know. When- Right, right. Kind of, kind of. People are starting to uh, appreciate that now, especially like you said, it's that second wave of yeah. consumers. You know that they, uh, that you know they were raised like in the in the late nineties, you know, early two thousands, because that's when those uh, that's when those were coming out. Right. I, I think that last one came out in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you look at that. You were a teenager in two thousand six, so you're twenty something now. Yeah. You're mid to late 20s. You're yeah. to- totally, you know, got your real job. You you got income. Now you're going to spend money. And you're like, you know what? Those were those were classics. I liked those movies. I mean, no one's ever going to say with any wholeheartedness they were a fan of Jar Jar Binks, for example. No. But beyond that, I think we're okay. No. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think that group that's getting marketed towards where they're spending all that money, yeah, you're right. They're in their 20s now. Yeah. And those so, are the ones that are a little bit more, you know, they're not so quick to take things for face value, like the mm-hmm. like the original, like the original original fans, like yeah. the original original fans didn't need to know that much, that much behind it, you right. know, they didn't they didn't need to know. This new group does. Oh yeah, they want all the details. They want all the backstory. They want all the minutia. They they want to be absorbed by it. Yeah. If it doesn't exist, they'll make fans Well, plus, you know, you know, that brand is completely mm-hmm. digital now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean it's 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 a crazy it's a crazy thing to see where it's gonna go. And what really 
the future of, of Star Wars and Pokemon is going to be. They're both big franchises. They're both big audiences. And, you know, they and both have very they, similar paths. And, hey, they introduced me to that whole augmented reality thing that's still that's still a big thing. Oh, yeah. And that, that is definitely continuing, continuing to grow uh, as, as a marketplace for new games and new experiences, especially with phones and stuff these days. Um, and who knows what that's going to look like for Star Wars going forward um, and the 3D movies and the 3D virtual reality stuff. I mean, that's the whole next big thing. You know they're going to get into those markets first. Oh, if anybody right. was. Right. Yeah. Well, I will just say this. No matter which you're a fan of, Star Wars, Pokemon, or whatever else, the one thing we know you have to always be a fan of, of course, is two nerds and a joke. Because we're going to discuss all of it. And you got to listen to them all, if you will. Uh, <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Um, we are actually starting out now on TikTok. I have some ideas. I'm looking for more. If you guys want to email or message us on any of our channels. Uh, we've gotten a couple of positive responses to our little TikTok ads uh, and little mini shows. Um, un- unfortunately, Ernesto doesn't know uh, or he doesn't know exactly what I've done. Um, but I have, <laughs> which posted, is kind of scary. Yeah, well, what I've done with it, and, and Ernie, you're you're gonna kind of laugh, but I've done a couple of mini cat videos, oh. <laughs> and people have liked them and thought they were cute. Just a few seconds each, but it's something for the moment. We'll figure it out. Um, but like us and love us, of course, on our Anchor podcast, um, YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, all the rest, Twitter. And, you know, talk to us. Let us know what you want to see us do next. And we're always looking for that next exciting topic for everybody to share with us. Don't forget to support our show as well. You can now be a sponsored uh, member of our uh, community. And we look forward to hearing from all the countries that are talking and listening to us right now, wherever you are. We appreciate your continued support. Ernie, as always, if you would, please, sir. Peace out. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.